Hello and welcome to Shades and Layers, a podcast celebrating Black-owned beauty. I'm your host, Udwanos Kosana Ritchie, and over the next few weeks, you will hear from entrepreneurs in the cosmetics and skincare space. Most of them are Black women on their own unique business and personal growth journeys in an industry where we are terribly underrepresented. I hope their stories will inspire and motivate you. Today, I'm speaking to Barbara Mensa, a makeup artist from London who runs her own eyelash studio and web shop in Copenhagen. Barbara lives near the city center with her Danish partner and their young son. When she's not running makeup workshops, giving beauty advice, or attending to clients, she is creating content for the expat publication, The International, where she works as a beauty editor. I hope you will enjoy our very energetic conversation as well as Barbara's story. But yes, so Barbara, welcome to Shades and Layers. <laughs> Thank you. And Thank I you know for the invitation. Yes, really scarce these days. So I really appreciate your participation in this whole thing. It's a uh, much much appreciated. It's a pleasure. I'm excited. <laughs> cool. So let's start with first things first, and. Uh, Let's talk about how and when you found your way to Copenhagen. Well, I will start, I guess I should start from the beginning. Um, it started off about nine years ago when I met my husband. Um, we actually met over Facebook. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yes. Modern story. <laughs> I was living in London at the time and he came over to visit and uh, I came over to, he was in Sweden at the time actually and uh, I was in and out of Sweden doing the whole long distance thing which yeah. was fun for a while and then we decided that I should uh, move to Sweden, yeah. Stockholm and then we had our little boy there and my husband then got a job offer here in Copenhagen. So we decided to move all our things from Sweden to Copenhagen. Fantastic. So that's kind of how it all started. Yeah. Uh, were you also in the makeup business in Sweden? <laughs> I was. Um, I was actually working for Westminster Live TV. I was head makeup artist there. And, you know, doing the makeup for reporters... MPs, uh, lots of different types of people. Um, at the same time, I was also freelancing as a makeup artist, um, doing weddings, magazines, everything imaginable yeah. to do with makeup. So, yeah, I mean, I've always been in makeup. And when I kind of finished university, I was like, what am I going to do now? I had an arts degree, a fine arts degree from Roehampton. And I was like, God, where is this going to take me? I don't know. Um, so I decided to do a <laughs> makeup um, course, makeup beauty and hair course um, in London. And uh, from there, one of my teachers, makeup teachers, kind of took me under her wing right. and just kind of pushed me in the middle of it and just managed to get of jobs right from the beginning so I was pretty lucky in terms of starting to work in makeup I was kind of plucked from the school and into the mix and started working straight away so and I know a lot of that doesn't happen for a lot of people who actually start makeup you kind of have to really graft and network but 
I was kind of just thrown in and started working. Yeah. So you get into makeup at, uh, uh, well, after doing your art degree and uh, you also had a full-time job in London. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. I was actually a personal assistant um, for quite a lot of um, big companies, uh, finance companies, actually. Um, and after I did my makeup course, I was like, you know what, I'm going to quit all of this and I'm going to do makeup and I'm going to become super famous, blah, 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 you know. <laughs> so I kind of took the plunge and just kind of quit my personal assistant job. Um, well, actually, I didn't fully quit. I kind of started doing it part time. Right. So, so it was I was freelance as a makeup artist and kind of getting my you know, basic wage kind of to keep secure, pay the bills. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, when you freelance, it's not it's not a um, set amount of money each month. So you kind of have to have some kind of something that kind of pays your rent and food and you know you've got that sorted out and then you can play around with the whole freelancing lifestyle which is I'm sure I don't know if you freelance or have freelance before but it's uh it's yeah (laughs) you need to have that uh, base wage coming in when you're freelancing so then you moved to Copenhagen and um, you start uh, working in makeup straight away or how did that journey unfold when I moved to Copenhagen, I had just had my son in Sweden. Um, so when we got here to Copenhagen, I didn't work for a while. You know, I was a little bit lost. Um, I had a kid. I had no friends. I, I, I was basically starting from the beginning. Um, it took me a while, actually, to the confidence and get myself uh, together in order to start again because when you start again in a new country it's very difficult you don't know the ropes you don't know who you need to speak to you don't know who you can speak to and when you do speak to anybody they've already got their little clique or their little group or their little and it's hard to get into especially in Scandinavia um people are a little bit more closed off not closed I don't know what the word is they're a little bit more uh, guarded, yeah, I think, um, let people in. So that took a while. That took a while for me, and it was difficult. But I actually found a salon, which is pretty close to me, which is uh, just down the road from where I live. And I started working there with a um, doing eyelash extensions, which was... Um, which was interesting because I had actually done eyelashes in London, but it wasn't something I thought I was going to get into. So when I started at the salon, it was like, okay, I'm pretty good at this. I can do it. <laughs> the lady who was actually my boss at this salon here in uh, Copenhagen, she, uh, yeah, she ended up being super crazy. And I thought, okay, I've had enough. <laughs> I'm Set up from home. I'm going to do that. I kind of learned the ropes while I was there, you know. Yeah. And I, okay, I'm going to set up shop from home. I've got some space. I can have clients come in. I can, you know, I can do this thing by myself. And it kind of slowly built up from there. You know, I started off with two, three clients from home and I gradually, you know, started using Facebook, Instagram, uh, 
every platform possible to kind of advertise myself here. And I've slowly built up a nice little uh, community of ladies who come in and Great, get yeah. their eyelashes and makeup done. Yeah, so it's a, it's a repeat business, you'd say. Like you've got loyal clients and it's not... Uh... Oh, yes. I mean, a lot of my clients are actually expats. Um, but funnily enough, I have a lot of uh, Danish women who uh, I didn't think I would have them as clients, but who uh, have been super loyal and um, were fine with me not speaking, you know, Danish and would come in speak English and that was my biggest worry not speaking the language which I still don't. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it takes a while. Everybody it's, it's, takes a while. <laughs> it's 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 going well. It's going well. It's still you know what it's still the beginning stages. I'm not exactly where I want to be now, but for me it's been a start and it's kind of grown slowly but it's grown surely. It's growing. And um you know, the eventual goal is to get a nice, cute little salon for myself and, you know, have a makeup station, have an eyelash station, station, nails, you know, the whole beauty thing going. But I think it's going to take a little bit longer than I anticipated or thought. But you know what? It's, it's, all, a, it's all a process. Yeah. So I'm trying to just yeah. go along with it and yeah. see what happens. This is Shades and Layers, celebrating Black-owned beauty. Our guest today is Barbara Minzer, who is building her growing brand in Copenhagen and dreams of creating a self-care beauty haven for women in the center of the city. Today, we're talking about how it all started and how she's finding her entrepreneurship journey so far. This next part of our conversation is all about growth and staying motivated when you have your own business. You are also building uh, multiple, you know, uh, streams of income because uh, I saw on your website that you're selling other products. It's not just the eyelash studio that you have. Yes, yes. Um, I started, um, I added a few things to the website, um, which is, uh, what is it called? Uh, Shea butter from Ghana, which is imported from Ghana, the north region of Ghana. And actually, this whole shea butter idea started when I had my son. Ah. And he had really bad, terrible skin problems, uh, cradle cap, eczema. And I called my mum one day. I was like, listen, I don't know what to do with my son because his skin is terrible. Her being a Ghanaian African mama, she was like, listen, let me send you some shea butter. Use that on him and you will see the difference. I was like, oh, okay, we tried everything. You know, all the creams that you get prescribed yeah, by the doctors. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were kind of helping, but it wasn't doing what it needed to do. So that's when the whole shea butter idea kind of clicked in my head. I was like, okay, because the minute I started using it, after like a week or so, my son's skin was clearing up. It was soft. There was no more dryness and wow. all of that. So we was like, okay, we're not going to use any more of this chemical stuff on our kid. We're going to strictly use shea butter. It works. It's yeah. it's nothing to be afraid of. It doesn't harm the kid. And the whole family 
started using it, it was actually my husband who was just like, listen, <laughs> this could be a business for you. But I kind of ignored him for a while about it <laughs> until we got to, uh, <laughs> until we got to Copenhagen. And um, and even then, I didn't think anything about it until about a year and a half ago. I was like, you know what? This could be something I could add to the Barbara Mensa brand. Yeah. If, yeah. Because I had my mum and my aunties in Ghana who could, you know, get the best quality shea butter and kind of help me import it uh, without too much costs and all of that. And yeah, that's how it started. And then from shea butter, I decided to add in lash extension and brushes and lash extension shampoos, which my clients always use. So I was like, listen, I can also do that, put that on the shop making an online thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And now, actually, now I have the uh, masks. Yes, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is a funny thing. Um, it was actually a lady who I met um, on Instagram who was also doing the masks. And I absolutely love African print. Anything African print, I love. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I said to her, listen, let is it possible that maybe you could make the masks and I can put it under the Barbara Mensa brand? She's like, yeah, sure, go for it. How many do you need? What colors do you like? And that's that's Fantastic. just started. So yeah. I'm excited about that to see what happens. Perfect. That's yeah. nice. So what would you say the philosophy behind the Barbara Mensa uh, brand is? The philosophy, do you know what? Um there isn't, there isn't a, I didn't start the whole brand with a philosophy. I started it with an, a need to be independent, a need not to, you know, sit at home and wait for your husband to come home because you're new in a country. It was a more of, come on, Barbara, you can do something. What is it that you're good at? You're good at makeup. You're good at beauty. You're, you can do eyelashes. You can, you know push yourself to do something. Mm-hmm. So it was more of a giving myself a kick up the backside and starting what's something in the industry that I'm passionate about, that I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that would give me some time to be an adult and away from the child and not just baby yeah. talk, to have my own business and just enjoy doing that. Yeah. Have you had a lot of uh, support, like in terms of infrastructure from, say, the commune or even just, you know, other entrepreneurs uh, within the industry? The commune, not so much, but I will tell you this. When I started, I have had a lot of support from other black women here in Denmark um, who I was lucky enough to just meet along the way. And who kind of said, you know, you can do this, Barbara. You can, you know, if you need advice, call me. If you, you know, we've got entrepreneurship programs and network sessions. And I kind of threw myself into those. And a lady called Celine, actually, who I met at the salon that I was working um, at um, previously, she kind of said, hey, come along to this thing. I am doing an entrepreneurial Ship network program you can come you can learn how to start your business from the beginning so I went to a lot of her network um, events and I met a lot of women who were actually in the same boat as me who wanted to start businesses but didn't know how 
Wow. And yeah, that was a big major help. I really thank Celine for that, for that actually. And that was that gave me a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And what's what's the name of her organization? Um, I think her name. She has two organizations. Um, one is called Take Action Now, mm-hmm. um, which is on Facebook. You can find them on Facebook. And the other one is Women of My Tribe, okay. um, which has like a monthly meeting where lots of women who are new to Copenhagen or just generally here come together. We share thoughts, feelings, ideas, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you can voice, it's a safe space to kind of voice any issues you're having, whether it be business, personal life, and it's such a great uh, community she has going on there. Wow. That even inspired me to start off my own little Facebook group um, yeah. called Warrior Women, okay. which is targeted at women from all over Denmark who are either new here, who are expats or who are Danish or wherever, who kind of want a space where they can promote their products to other women or other business owners and ask questions if they have questions to do with their business. They're, you know, welcome and it's a safe place for them to kind of bounce ideas. So, yeah. Speaking of that the, was, uh, groups and organizations and, uh, you know, gathering people, you it leads me to uh, the work that you do for the international. Yes. Yeah, so what, uh, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's how I found out about you. I saw on the international, I was like, what? <laughs> they have a black girl doing the makeup. I've got to get in touch with her. Do you know what? The International, the lady who actually owns the company, the newspaper itself, she found me through an editor I was working with, um, a guy who was editing my YouTube mm-hmm. channel, which I'd stopped doing now. But he used to edit my videos for me, and um, he was working for her as a distributor. And he told her about me. He was like, listen, I do some editing for this lady who's just come from uh, London, Sweden, and she's new here. She's a makeup artist. Maybe you guys can connect. So I met up with uh, her name is Lindsay Jensen, the owner. And I met up with her and we just kind of had a really cool chat. And I explained to her my situation. And she was like, listen, I would love you to write for my paper, you know you've been working in makeup forever. You'd be perfect for this. You're an international, you're an expat. Why not? At first I was like, oh my God, this is a lot. (laughs) I don't know I can do it. She was just like, listen, just do it. She was a a big supporter as well, actually. Lindsay was a great supporter. She was just like, listen, I trust your judgment. Write whatever you want, you know, put in, if you're doing something about your business, you can put it in there. She allows me to advertise my shea butter in there, my studio. So it all kind of tied in really nicely. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. I'm actually glad to hear that there's so much support uh, for doing things because it can be quite hidden um, from a lot of people. Uh, you just get to a new place and you don't know what's happening and it's very hard to find your way. So it's good. To, it's good to know that there's a lot of support out there. Do you know what? What I would say for anyone who's new, 
in Copenhagen or anywhere is to really throw yourself into networks, um, events, um, any programs, any expat programs, because that's where you meet people who are just like you. And you will find out that there are a lot of people in the same boat as you. And you can, that's where you actually can make your friends. That is where your friend base is going to start off with, because they know your situation. (laughs) They understand it and they are more able to kind of, you know, you're having a moan and you want to, you know, de-stress and gossip and whatever. They are the people who will really get where you're coming from. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is Shades and Layers, celebrating Black-owned beauty. Our guest today, Barbara Mensah, who is a makeup artist from London. Check out her webshop, barbaramensah.com, and read more about some of the services she has to offer. Up next, we talk balancing acts, goals, ambitions, and the future. So on the more personal side, you know, uh, I think we've actually touched on this when we uh, had previous chats ahead of this interview. And mm-hmm. it was about, you know, the entrepreneurial lifestyle. And it's notorious for taking up everything that you are. And I am probably one of the lucky few where I didn't have the pressure of having to learn the language within a certain amount of time and, you know, earn a certain amount of money to be able to stay in the country. Because I knew a lot of people who were actually under time pressure to be able to stay here and under financial pressure to stay here. I had the opportunity to kind of take my time to, you know, take my time to think about what I wanted to do and to cry about it and, uh, (laughs) you know, moan on the phone to my mum. And then I decided, okay, now I'm ready. So I wasn't under that much pressure to. So for me, it was easier, easier to um, fall into. Um, but uh, oh, I've lost my train of thought. What was the? But, uh, what, what sorry. Now, of, uh, but uh, um, have you found a way to balance the business life, home life, your personal life uh, as you know an adult woman? I am always working in between feeding my son. I'm on my phone taking orders. I'm on my phone sorting out. Uh, bookings for clients, you just kind of have to fit it in when you can. You know, you wake up, you have to get your kids ready. Obviously, your kids are your, I've only got one son, so that's a little bit easier on me than most. But um, he's my first priority. So that's probably the main thing that I try to get done before I think about, okay, business. But I do mix it in between, in between breakfast I'm on the phone, sending emails, right. trying to promote, trying to sit on Instagram, trying to sit on Facebook. You do it when you can. Um, I don't have a big team behind me. It's a one-woman show or band, shall I say. <laughs> and uh, you just do what you can. Um, I try not to get too stressed about not being able to fulfill what I would, what I see as the bigger goal or the bigger picture. I just do what I can when I can. Yeah. What is that bigger picture? What are your big ambitions and dreams and goals? Well, do you know what? My goals are not that big, actually. <laughs> um, it's just to kind of just have my own little 
studio mm. and my own beauty haven and my own a place where women can just come and just feel good, get their nails done, get their hair done, get their eyelashes done, get their makeup done if they have a wedding, if they have a photo shoot. I mean, this could all change. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. It's always kind of slowly moving into different directions. Even when I started with the mask, I was like, hey, Barbara, you're kind of, I was thinking to myself, this is kind of moving into a field that you know nothing about. Sure. So it's always evolving. It's, I, I will never say never on where it could go. Sure. But the plan in the beginning was to, okay, maybe one day I will have my own little beauty space here in Copenhagen and I can put my Barbara Mensa logo at the front. And I think that is the, if that, yeah, that is the goal, the bigger goal to say. <laughs> Really, Just to see I, my name in lights. Yeah, I hope it comes through. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, we work uh, hard to, you know, fulfill these dreams. And uh, I really, really hope that it uh, it comes through for you. It's nice to have your own space and create something of your own. Yeah, you know, it's all work in progress. Yeah. I'm taking my time. I'm learning. I'm still learning. There's mm-hmm. so many things that I have no clue about. Every day I'm learning. Um you know, at the moment, I'm. I've been speaking to. Um, Sh- um, is it Shireen? Karine, sorry. And you know, she's really inspired me to kind of get myself a mentor, and that will help kind of guide me into the right directions of things. Right. So, I, at the moment, I'm looking and searching for maybe a couple of mentors. It might not just be one. A couple of mentors for different areas. Yes. So, absolutely. Yeah. That is, that's kind of what I'm working on next, just to really find someone to ground me and kind of push me in certain areas and, you know, hold me, kind of pull me back when I'm kind of getting out of my lane. (laughs) Sure, yeah. No, it always helps to have some kind of feedback, right? Yes, it really does. It really does. Great. I think that's about all from me. I just uh, wanted to get your story out there and uh, I hope people will enjoy this conversation as much as uh, I've enjoyed having it with you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, thank you for having me. I can't wait to hear it back. And yeah. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Shades and Layers. Join us again next time for another conversation on Black-Owned Beauty. I'm your host, Kutlonos Kosana Ricci. Please like, subscribe, and spread the word. Remember, you cannot become what you cannot see. Representation matters. Take care until next time.